Welcome to the Elevate Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Hanlon, an American branding photographer and brand strategist living abroad in Stockholm, Sweden. After spending seven years building a brand and business abroad, I realized that many expat entrepreneurs have a hard time navigating their new life in another country. And I want to show you how you can pave your own path when it seems like all the obstacles are in your way. I feel so deeply that people need to hear the stories of entrepreneurs living abroad. Their stories need to be heard and shared so that we can help people who are struggling to find work or want to start a business to feel inspired by the stories of entrepreneurs who are actually doing the work. Get ready to go on a worldly journey with me where you'll hear of inspiring stories from global entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and business owners paving their own path and following their dreams wherever they are in the world so that you can be inspired to do the same thing too. Whether you're a small business owner or an inspiring entrepreneur, I want to help you find your path because when you elevate yourself, you elevate others around you. So come along and join us for inspiring stories, brand tips, and business growth tools to help you elevate yourself. You're listening to episode 13 of the Elevate Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have my friend Courtney Landon on the show today. She's also a past client of mine, and I really am excited to share her story as somebody working in the health and wellness industry. With this podcast, I want to share all sorts of stories from different backgrounds so that we can inspire you wherever you are in your journey um, to find something that you're passionate about and use that as you know something that helps you make money or empowers other people in their life. And that's really ultimately what this podcast is about. And so uh, before we get into this episode, I really would appreciate it if you could write a review, if you've been enjoying these episodes, uh, it helps us to grow and expand and impact more people's lives. So if you are listening on Apple, I know you guys can leave a review and it really will help the, the podcast to get found. And ultimately, I just want to impact more people's lives and share more stories. So if you know anybody who has a really great story, please share the episodes with them or have them um, apply to be on the podcast because I want to find more people that can help empower, inspire, and motivate more people to follow their own path and build a life that feels uh, in alignment with them. So um, I'm really excited to share Courtney's story now, and let's get into this episode. I'm excited to have former American Olympic athlete Courtney Landon on the show today. And now Courtney is working as a health coach here in Sweden, and she's also an author of a couple of books that center around pregnancy, mom health, and sleep training for children. And I'm excited to get into your journey and share how you got here because I know of a couple people here in Sweden who are just getting started uh, as a fitness and wellness coach as well. And, you know, they're trying to figure out this expat life as well, trying to figure out their own journey. And so I think like sharing your story would be a great way for somebody to be inspired as well to get started and to hear about you you and how you got started here. So tell me about how you got to Sweden, what brought you here, and how did you get started as a wellness coach here? Well, first, 
thanks for having me on. I have to say I've been devouring your um, podcast. I, in fact, listened to number six yesterday, which I loved. And I was like, human design, what? And so I started looking into it last night. I was like, oh, I love it. So I love your podcast. It's fantastic. So thanks for having me on. I feel really honored to be able to be a part of uh, all these amazing people that you've been interviewing. Um, so my journey to Sweden began... I'll give you the shortest version possible. So I, I, as you mentioned, I used to be an athlete. And when I was competing, uh, the Swedish team, which at the time was two guys, um, they would travel with the US team. And so what that meant was that they, uh, they would stay at the same hotels, they would, um, you know, eat with us, they would use our coaches, things like that. So they kind of like, you know, smaller countries would attach to the bigger ones and just, you know, be helped out that way. So the Swedish team uh, was traveling with us and one of the guys ended up starting to date one of my teammates. And fast forward many years, um, I end up meeting my husband at their wedding. So my husband's Swedish, he's a friend of, um, his name was Banks, uh, the Swedish athlete. And so we met at their wedding. I had just come off of like a three year relationship. I was done with dating. I was like, forget this, like, I don't, I want to be on my own for a while. And he had actually um, broken up with his ex as well. And so it was just like a weekend, like we had both thought, like, we're just gonna like, have fun, just chill, whatever. And then we literally like shook hands. It was like, hi, Daniel. Hi, Courtney. And it was like, he didn't let my hand go. And in my head, I thought, uh Oh, like, literally, that's what I thought, right. <laughs> and so I was like this, oh, boy, oh, my God. And it was kind of awkward because he didn't talk to me in the beginning, which is really funny because he's such a talker. So he followed me around for like two, three days. And then we finally took a walk and we started chatting. And then it was just, I don't know, that was just it. There was like this magnetism between us. Um, so I went back to the U.S. after that. We actually met in Italy. Uh, that's kind of a part of our story. So we met in Italy. I went back to the States. He went back to Sweden. And we started talking. Um, so that led to a five-year-long distance relationship five years five years where part of it I think the years we were married three or four years that we had gotten like we had been married too so we even got married and like still lived apart and everything oh my gosh Um, so yeah so I was still I was still competing I was actually in the military as well I was part of like an athlete program um and so I had to finish off my contract too as well with them so I didn't move over here until 2012 so that's the story of how I ended up in Sweden Oh, wow. I I knew that you had met your husband at a wedding, but I didn't really know the whole story. (laughs) So that's awesome. Okay, cool. And so how did you guys, well, I know that you and your husband kind of work together now, right? Like you guys have this company Mm -hmm. together, but was it you that you decided to like go in on business with him or did you just start on your own and then um, like what triggered that? Like, how did you get your own company started instead of like going and looking for a job here? Yeah. So, so before I moved over, you know, we, we were both athletes. And so we always kind of knew we wanted to be in health. He's actually a massage therapist. And so we, we kind of knew we wanted to still stay in health, but we also knew like, okay, we wanted to do something bigger, bigger than just, um, like I was still a retired athlete. I had just retired. Like when I moved to Sweden, I was transitioning, like, big time in my life, right? I just stopped being an athlete. I had taken a job in DC for two years to kind of finish off my military contract. And so like I was careerless kind of 
Um, I was actually finishing my master's at the time too. So it was like moving into a different country. I didn't have a job. I was still going to school. I was just like in a weird, weird place of life, right? And then I ended up getting pregnant six months later, which we had wanted to have a, a child, but we didn't really plan on having it that soon, right? I wasn't settled in Sweden. Like I didn't, I wasn't learning the language as fast as I thought I would. Um, but there was just like a lot of things layered on top of that, right? Like it was like, you think five years apart, like living long distance and like having a relationship is hard, then move in together. Then that was hard. Like, because we had already, like we had our ways of being apart, right? But then all of a sudden, like, we never lived together other than like a few, you know, a couple week trips here and there. So that became just tricky on its own, right? So then jump into a new culture and language and all this stuff. So I actually didn't know what I was going to do. Like we, we actually had the plan of starting the gym. Um, so we own two gyms right now. Um, and we started to plan that before I even moved over. So that began before I moved. And then when I moved over here, we kind of wanted to continue to expand because we had one at the time and he was running that and also working a second job was trying to make it all work as a small business owner is very tough. Um, so I didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew I wanted to work with the gym. Um, originally, I was thinking that I was going to work like with admin and things like that. But then again, I wasn't learning the language fast enough. And then boom, on top of that, I'd be pregnant. So um, I actually had gotten a job here, um, very resourceful. There's lots of programs. Like if you're in Sweden, like go to Arbets for Medlians. Like they actually have lots of programs that you can actually take to companies and say, hey, I'm, you know, like there's this program, you can employ me and then you get like a little benefit back. So I was, it was really resource, resourceful in finding stuff like that. So I actually got hired pretty quickly um, with, a, with a company, um, but it was in English, right? And I was supposed to be learning Swedish, but then I ended up working in English. And I was like, oh, great, this isn't helping. Um, so, but I only worked there for six months because I was pregnant. So I didn't get extended because I was like going straight on mama leave. And they were like, yeah, don't think so. Like, we're not going <laughs> to bring you on right when you go on to you know, parent leave. So I had been working there. And then, so like I had my daughter, I was finishing my master's and I was like, what the hell am I going to do? Like, what am I going to do? Um, I had kind of thought about becoming a PT, but I was also kind of burnt out about the athletic world and training because that's what I grew up doing for 16 years. Um, but then I kind of found my way back to it because that's something that really makes me happy. Like I love training. I love health. I love everything. Like in in those terms so i had started you know studying to become a pt um while i had my daughter <laughs> while she didn't sleep by the way um so you're just like i don't know many many factors all at one time it's kind of confusing to be honest like even when i think back about it i'm like wow how many things was i doing at that time right like i was just doing a lot of things um and so when my daughter was about a year um she didn't sleep very well okay so she had an allergy and she didn't sleep, like literally didn't sleep for more than like 30 minutes at a time, oh like when God. she was born until she was six months I, old. So I kind of went, went a yeah. little crazy, right? I, I, went I a little know crazy. that feeling. Uh, my daughter never yeah. slept. Um, oh. But it, <laughs> if you were listening to episode six, basically it all makes sense now because I did a profile on my daughter and basically she's oh. a manifesting generator. So that means she has a lot of energy to release yes. and she also has oh a lot God. of just interests. And it totally makes sense now, but I didn't understand that then. And 
as my first child, she never slept. I was sleep sleep deprived. I was exhausted. I felt horrible all the time. I couldn't even make an effort to even like shower. I mean, even showering, I I couldn't even shower. I put her down to sleep for like, okay, she's asleep. And then I would like jump in the shower really quick. And then all of a sudden it was like awake. And I was like, wait, that was only like like, 15 minutes. Like, give me a break. (laughs) So I I had the the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you would even hear like we had the we it was so tough. Like, you know, we couldn't even put her down because she was she would scream. And we're like, what is going on? Like there's gotta be something. And it it turned out she had a milk protein allergy, she had peanut allergy, and I was eating all those things. And so like obviously that didn't help. And so yeah, so once we found out her allergy, she turned into a different child. But at the same time, she didn't know how to sleep. She was six months old and she literally like had always slept on me. I was either holding her for six months, six months, right? Think about this. You never got to eat, you know, like without putting her down, you had to go to the bathroom with her. You had to, like, I was sitting up in the couch and sleeping and I'm like, you know, stressed because I'm like, well, I'm exhausted. And then two, this is unsafe. <laughs> you know? I mean, and like, you have, like to clean the, the kitchen and all that yeah. stuff, right? Like, I mean, it yeah. was crazy. So yeah. horrible, horrible, like, situation that I was in and my husband was working with the gym and a second job so he was never home right okay, so I, totally I was kind of doing it on my own yeah. and in a new country like I didn't have a support system like no one um oh, I, I feel mean you. I was around, in Belgium. Was, it was tricky yeah. <laughs> yeah so I mean it was it yeah. was it was really really tough time of my of my life and probably the reason why I still only have one child because like that was such a hard period of, of life and so but at the same time, I'm, I'm grateful that I went through it because it did kind of make what I do now evolve, right? So I'm a sleep coach for parents. Um, and it turned out that like, I learned so much about sleep for my daughter, I ended up, you know, doing a sleep coach, coaching consulting course, and helping parents with that. I've been doing that for seven years. Like, it's just, it's just crazy, almost eight years, actually, December is eight years, crazy. Wow. So I've been doing that. And I, I really wanted to focus on the health for mom because at that time like it just doesn't feel like anyone's there to take care of you like no one's there to help you mm. and you just feel so lonely and lost and yeah so that was a lot of my focus actually is I wanted to help women at that time feel good again right and sometimes that yeah. that is how to get your child to sleep more uh, because that will make you happier and also, you know, how to move again, uh, because movement is so important for keeping our minds healthy, not just our bodies, but like our minds, right? Oh, yeah. So, so that's what I ended up focusing on. Like I ended up making my sleep consulting business when my daughter was a year. And I ended up working with uh, personal training at our gym and doing mama classes and working with pregnant women and everything like that. So that's, that's kind of how what I do now has evolved into what it is. That's amazing. And I think that so many people need like the support system because I was there too. Like in Belgium, when we lived there, I had my first daughter. Well, I actually, both of my daughters were born in, in Brussels and um, I, knew that actually. I was oh. totally on my own. Like literally, yeah. like when you say your husband was working, my husband was working as well. I mean, he wasn't in fitness, but um, he had a very, he has a very demanding job and he has to be basically available 24 oh, seven. Um, wow. yeah. 
and he's not a doctor he's a lawyer <laughs> but oh, but yeah. yeah like he has you know things that come up and he has to he has to deal with it and so i was on my own and i actually really struggled with the first child as well and um i felt very very lonely and i almost felt like i i never even told my husband and if he's listening now <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but like, like oh yeah, by the listening way. to the podcast. <laughs> but like, uh, I was super alone, and I felt very, um, like, uh, like I, I almost, I mean, I was really like on edge. And I mean, now things are so much more different. But like, you really do struggle, and the oh, whole God, yeah. like postpartum depression stuff. I mean, that oh, stuff God, is yeah. real. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I actually like went into full depression, but I was definitely not in a good headspace, but I didn't tell anybody. I kept yeah, that to myself <laughs> and me nobody too. wants to talk about it. Cause they're like, Oh baby, cute baby. Uh, and you're like, yeah, I, I haven't slept in three weeks. <laughs> this is what people call torture, you know? And it was really like super like difficult. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, it took me about one year to actually feel like myself again, like just after having mm-hmm. the baby. And I had gone through so much, like trauma after having my daughter from like the, like the afterbirth stuff and like breastfeeding and all that stuff. I mean, I felt like so alone in another country, couldn't speak French very well. And they were like, you know, speaking French and English mixed. And I was just like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. But it was really like a hard time. So I know that this is, um, an important topic and like mental health for parents, like, especially when they're like just having children, um, you know, having somebody that's there to even like go to is really important. Um, and a lot of things can be avoided if you can get that support from somebody like you who's already been through all of that. And, you know, you know how to maybe ask the right questions and stuff. So I think that that's amazing that you've kind of found your way into this without really knowing that this is, you know, where you would end up. So, yeah. and yeah, you've, you've got like what, two, three books now, three books, right? Or more? Yeah, well, uh, technically, let's see, I have, technically I have five. So I have, okay. um, <laughs> I have Gravid Circa, which is like a pregnancy training uh, book, which is in Swedish. And then on top of that, uh, we wrote uh, kind of like the sequel to that. So Mama Circa, so how to train after pregnancy. Um, I have my sleep book that I wrote for parents. And then I have two children's sleeping books as well. Amazing. So how did you get into the Swedish part? Because um, how's your Swedish? It's actually, it's actually okay. I don't feel, feel comfortable speaking with it. Like it doesn't still come naturally, but I, I speak to someone once a week. Um, and so we, we have a lesson every week that we just talk because that was my biggest hurdle was mm. talking. And it still is. And especially oh my God, like, I totally feel you. <laughs> yeah. So I understand Swedish quite well. Like I can follow along if it gets too fast. Like if we were at family things, like I kind of still can't follow along if it gets too fast and I can't, can't hear everything. Mm-hmm. But like for the most part, I can follow along quite well. Um, and that helped, it, that helped a lot to get into society, right? To culture, like the culture here. Because even though I speak English, like they, like people feel comfortable they can speak Swedish to me and then I just respond in English so that helped a lot I have to say like once I could at least understand that helped things a lot um but it is very frustrating when like you're coming into a different culture and you're just like I don't understand what's happening and I don't even understand like 
what's okay to do, what's not okay, what's not okay to do, you know? Um, so it's, I think it's, it was a really interesting time, very frustrating, um, but uh, yeah, I'm actually going through that again when um, we actually bought a house in Italy like two years ago and we're renovating that. And so we are going through that right now with Italian. So we're like, I'm going re like back into that and it's even worse there with English right so it's even <laughs> harder there and so then I come back to Sweden I'm like oh wow like how lucky it is it that everyone here can can pretty much speak and understand English like so lucky that this was my first place that I moved to because like if I would have moved to like France or Germany or whatever I was like holy cow well maybe I would have learned faster I don't know but you I know. lived in Brussels and I took some French courses but it didn't really get me that far. Um, <laughs> I'm at a level where I can still listen to like French films and understand, That's pretty good but not yeah. like perfectly. But to speak was really difficult. And that was a big struggle <laughs> for me as well. And even mm -hmm. like trying to build um, a business there, because I was kind of at the time trying to figure out like, what was I going to do with my life? as well, you know, you move to this new country and you're like, okay, now what? Like I'm here. <laughs> so what am I going to do? Like, who's going to hire me? Is anybody even going to want to work with me? Or like, do I have the right credentials or will they even be accepted? And so I just started with freelancing. And of course, I'm grateful that I have like this kind of um, background where I can do freelance work and I can work, you know, um, anywhere really. But back then when I moved, it was 2010 to Brussels and Instagram wasn't as big as it is no. now. So building <laughs> like, um, you know, your business online was not the same as it is now. So you yeah. really had to like be creative, like using your blog and like getting SEO. And that was only the only way I was really getting like anybody yep. even finding. That's me. how I started too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's how a lot of people have done it in the past, you know, and um, I share this story about like when I went to, when I moved to Sweden, I got like this organization number to have this business. And after that, I was like, well, now what? You know, I got my first job and now I don't know anybody and I don't even really know what I'm doing. And I wasn't using Instagram for my business at the time. And I was like at the park at Vasa Park. And I, <laughs> I laugh about this because I printed out some flyers and I wrote it in English, by the way. <laughs> I mean, like who was I? <laughs> I laugh about it now. And it was actually quite like windy. So I put this thing with my scotch tape and it just went, <laughs> flew away. I was like, oh my God, that is so embarrassing. I was like, who's going to see this? And what kind of a like client am I even going to bring into my business if I'm doing this? You know, like it was such a like huge learning experience, just being on this journey of like starting yeah. a business in another country. <laughs> So, yep. I know because yeah. it's like you yeah you really do wonder you're like where do I even where do I even begin I mean now with Instagram it's like a whole different yeah. world I mean it's it's crazy like <laughs> how much information there is out there and how it's almost it's almost overwhelming I find yeah. that like there's it's just almost too much um so yeah I know it, it is an interesting like landscape because I started the same way I started putting up flyers like on the little you know billboards there that are like in towns and I I admit I still kind of do because people look at them and, you know, like just to kind of get the word out there. But yeah, it depends on what you do. Uh, <laughs> I think, I mean, like for tired parents, yeah, they might be like, what? Sleep, happy sleeping baby. What? Yes, I'm interested. But yeah, yeah. maybe photography, they're kind of like, yeah, maybe it's not the right <laughs> right place to, uh, to find I, clients. I mean, it but was, you I have to try many lost. things. 
Yeah. But you have yeah. to try. I mean, that's the thing is like, you have to try. And like you said, like Instagram wasn't a, a, a huge thing at that time. So it's like, you have to try and, and do whatever you can. I mean, that's how I started. I, I just did everything. Like I, I did everything. And if it started working, I ran with it. Yeah. I think that's really important is just to be creative and, and to think outside of the box of like, what can I do to get more eyes on my business? If you don't have any clients, you know, just yeah. start doing something and see where it goes from there. Um, yeah. but I'm curious, you shared with me that you went and saw, um, a medium and oh, yeah. I want to hear this story <laughs> because I love, I love this stuff. Oh, I <laughs> do. Really I do this. too. Oh, me too. And I didn't realize I was so into it until I actually saw her. So, okay. So I, oh man, back up a little bit. I have to give you a little background story okay. as to why I went. So in 2019, I was working a lot. Like gym was going great, but at the same time, like I was working 10, 12 hour days. And in the beginning, it was like, okay, this is what we're doing to get it going. You know, like, you know, we were loving it. My husband and I were like loving it. We're like, yes, we're, we're building our business. We're working hard. We're doing the grind. And it was all fine and good until about, you know, 2019, I was like, okay, I, I can't keep working like this much. Like, it's great. And I have so many clients and it's fantastic, but I was trading a lot of my own wellness for, you know, taking care of other people. And, at, you know, 2019 hit at the end of 2019, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to change how I work. I am ready to do this. I'm, I'm ready to, you know, like start thinking of different ways to, to work and, and, or work less and get paid more. And, because we're in a franchise and we're stuck with right, like the amount you get to, you know, you're paid for, for clients. And so that really sucks after a little while when, especially like you have people searching for you to work with you and you're like, sorry, I don't have any time. And, you know, anywho, I was ready to start working less. Then COVID hits, right? Mm -hmm. again. Oh, I want to work less. <laughs> yeah, I want to work less. Yeah, forget about that. So that goes out the window for two years like whatever, oh and gosh. working even more. I mean, like literally we were working, my husband and I worked a lot, like 12, like literally 12 hour days. Like I remember setting like How did that affect you guys? Like, I mean, did you guys feel like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Like, were you scared? Yeah. Oh my God. I, I mean, so much stress, just fear. Like, right. I mean, they were telling people they'll go to the gyms and it's like, okay, yeah, but you know, like being physically fit is, is what helps ward off sickness too, you know, yeah. but we didn't know that much at the very beginning, right? Mm -hmm. And even a year and a half into it, you know, it's like, we still don't know a whole lot. But now we know, oh, maybe we shouldn't have told people not to, you know, stop going to gyms because that's actually what helps make your immune system strong. So anywho, whole different conversation, but we were, we were very nervous, very scared. I mean, like we could have lost our business and lost every, I mean, everything, right? Yeah. So that was a very extremely stressful time. But at the time you're going through it, you're just like, we have to just make this work. I mean, of course, you're nervous, you're scared, you're stressed, but it's like, we just have to make this work. We have to make this work. And so finally, once we kind of got out of COVID, things started going back to normal. This was, I think, in the beginning of this year, so 2022. And like, I had already realized, like, I'm not super happy in Sweden. Like, I have to admit, I'm not super happy with being here. Like, it's hard to make friends. Um, people aren't super open to make friends, but at the same time, I also realized like people have families and family life is busy. Like I don't even have time for people anymore. It's, and it sucks. Like uh, I want to do more, but, you know, me too. um, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, but like activities and like all this stuff, all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I do, I literally do nothing but like clean and laundry and work and take care of my child. Right. 
So anyways, I also don't like the fact that like the weather here sucks and I'm very affected by weather. Like I always have been. um, And I just don't like the fact that it's like winter eight months out of the year. Like I just don't like it. (laughs) So we, we kind of, luckily my husband back in 2020, we kind of like, we, we kind of started seeing like, we need a plan B because we were both a little bit unhappy how much we worked. And like, we just saw like, we need the next kind of step. And so, like I had mentioned earlier, like we bought a house in Italy. So I had a townhouse in Colorado that I was still renting out. And for a couple of years, I was like, you know, I'm ready to, to be done with it. And it so happened that my renters moved out, like they stopped their lease early. They went, they moved out. And I was like, what am I going to do now? Let's sell it. Like, and there was COVID. We were worried, like, oh my God, is it going to sell? Sold right away. And then we were like, we know we wanted something to like have somewhere else. Right. And so I always kind of thought, I want something that's, you know, close to water, but I really want mountains too. And like, I want it to be fun, someplace where people want to go to. And we had gone to like a seminar in Italy and we started looking around in that area and we ended up buying a house. And which is crazy because it's 30 minutes from water and it's about an hour away from mountains. And like, I love where it's at. It's at, just outside of Pisa, Italy. And so it is just, nice. we love the area. So we started renovating this. And so, Um, Like I said, I was, we were kind of like in this transition. Like I said, I don't like really living in Sweden. I like nicer weather. So anywho, being in the kind of like transition of we need to make a change, like, but I don't know what to do. I need to stop, you know, working as much, but I don't know what to do. And so I had been watching Tyler Henry, the medium, and I had always watched him, right? So I had watched him before even on Bravo. And so then he had a thing on Netflix. So I like, I just like started watching his, his show. So one day... I was talking to a client about, you know, how, how I was watching this show. And it's so cool and so interesting. I don't even know how we got on this topic. And then she said, I've seen a medium. And I was like, cool. Like, do you mind passing me her, you know, her info? <laughs> like, yeah, of course. I would totally right? ask the same question. Yeah. I mean, like, cool, right? I was, I was just like so into this. I've always been intrigued by it. And so she gave me her number. And then I waited a little bit because I was like, I don't have, I don't even know what to ask. Like, I don't have anybody I really want to get in contact with. I haven't had any, like, trauma, thank goodness, um, you know, that I need to figure out. But then then I realized, like, oh, right, she does, like, future readings as well. So I booked a time with her. I saw her. And it was unbelievable. She was so right on about everything. Like, everything. Um, She, like, all literally all I told her was, it was my name. Um, I don't even, and that's all she had. All she had was my name. And not even first and last name. I think I booked her through just, it was just an SMS. And I think she just had my first name, right? Yeah. And she didn't ask me really any other questions like when I sat down with her. And she was so right on. She had this, she was saying like, you're going to make a big change in your life. You're going to be making, like she even said like, you're not really, you don't thrive in Sweden. And I was like, oh my God, right? She said that. She's like, you don't thrive in Sweden. And she's like, but you're going to make a really big change in about three or four years. And she's like, but you're going to move somewhere else. And I was like, you've got to be shitting me. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> right. I'm just like, yeah. what? Because we've been thinking about moving and trying a test year there. But, you know, it hasn't really been possible. And I'm thinking in my head, it's going to be more like 2025. Maybe we make that change. And that's, that's it. It's like she said, she's like, yeah, in three or four years. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And so she was so right on about so many other things. So I've seen her another time since. And again, she has been so right on. Even my husband saw her. Oh, and again, wow. she didn't know we were connected. She didn't know we were married. Nothing, like nothing. And what she told him matches like what she told me. Like 
she said he's going to move to like make a different move in life. He's going to do something different um, and like learn a little bit more. Like all she kept talking about was like contracts and like the stuff at work and blah, blah, blah. And like literally that's what's happening at the moment. Like there's big things happening um, that I, I can't go into detail about, yeah. but things are happening. They're just like, how in the world? Like she kept, kept talking about contracts and, and things at work and things are changing and just like unbelievable. Um, I mean, there was more detail about it too. Like she, she said to both of us that like, there's an older woman, um, that's involved in like this new project you guys are doing, like, uh, in a different country. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, because we have this older woman, that's our neighbor. Who's like, so involved with us down there. Like we have a WhatsApp messaging group that we like message her with and her, her and her husband. And like, we've even like talked Daniel and I and like, wow, I wonder if she might help us out in the future. And you're just like, the fact that this medium said that, I mean, I was just like, holy mind blown. (laughs) The other thing like she said was like, you're going to start like one of the first things she said to me, she was like, you're wondering if this is it. And I'm like, 100% because like, I just can't imagine like continuing the next 20 years, like living the way I live right now. Like it just, it's not going to work. Right. And she's like, yeah, you're going to change what you do. And people are going to start coming to you. She goes, I don't know if you like the words for retreat or like, oh my God, I was just thinking retreats. Like, I don't know why, like in my head. (laughs) Yeah. All this like crazy. Yeah. It's so like all this stuff. Yeah. So she said like retreats. And I was like, oh my God, you gotta be kidding me because that's what we plan to do in Italy. We plan to do training trips or retreats or like just travel trips. And the fact that she said that, I was like goosebumps, right? I mean, it was just so crazy. And she told me, she's like, people are going to come to you for your energy. And I was like, huh? And then she goes, yeah. She goes, you have like the ability to be like, do what I do. And I was like, what? (laughs) Like, what? Um, So that kind of like sparked something in me. And she's like, yeah, you're going to, you're going to continue like learning about like this stuff. You're going to continue learning like about Reiki, it. So of course that kind of sparks. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like I don't exactly know what, you know, like just yet, but I'm, I'm, I am starting to study something, which is crazy because she goes starting in January, you're going to learn something new. And I just literally signed up for something and I didn't know when it was going to start originally. And of course it starts in January. And then she goes, then something big is going to happen in March. Ooh, and okay. yeah, and the funny thing is this 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 training that I'm gonna start going to, they have a live event in Colorado in March. And I was like, Of course they do. Like, of course <laughs> they do. Of course. So I'm okay, gonna go I'm to that. I'm taking the number and I'm gonna yeah. contact her. <laughs> yeah. Like it was insane to the point where you're just like, she's she's the real deal. I mean like hundred percent real deal. Like it was so cool to just get that like inspiration. I know a lot of people are scared to go see mediums because they're like, I don't know. I don't want to know anything bad, but she's really great. I mean, she, she was able to kind of like talk about things in such a positive way that it just, it just gave me so much energy. So um, I, I think honestly, I think she really helped me find this new path that I'm in. And I think it's so crazy that when you reached out to me, because you had no idea that I was working on like this new course that I'm doing and, and everything that I'm, I'm doing with my business. And when you were like, yeah, I just started this podcast. It's called Elevate. And I was like, oh, that's just insane. Because literally the name of this new coaching program that I'm, that I'm doing for people, I was debating on either elevate your life or build your best life. And so I was just like, of, of course, like, of course, that's <laughs> like, 
And so it kind of helped me choose the name too. So I'm just, I'm just really getting into this whole new way of, of like, I don't know, just like the universe has like things in store for us. And I never, like, I've always kind of believed it, but never really lived that way. But since seeing this medium and then like just noticing all these synchronicities that start happening in life. And then you're like, I'm just going to let go. And I'm just going to follow with, with what is happening. And yeah. because I'm such a forcer sometimes I'm like, no, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to make this work. And that led me down this road of just being really unhappy too sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I'm just like, I've really flipped this, this new stone in life and being like, you know what, I'm just going to start going with, with what starts happening more naturally. Um, and I think it's crazy. Like every, every episode that you've had so far has been about like this whole journey that I've been on, you know, self-development and, and being more just in, into, in, in like, like listening to your intuition more. Um, so I just, I just think it's insane. Like how this stuff starts to happen more um, and just being aligned. I was just like, this is crazy. Cause I didn't think your podcast was about that at all, which it's been awesome. <laughs> right. And I was just like thinking, okay, it's about, you know, being an expat and building a business. And when I first filled out your thing before you had any, any um, podcast set up, I was like, Oh my God, what I'm doing is like, it's so different and out there, whatever. And then it turns out it's like, Oh, it's not at all. Like everyone's like, so many people are doing this and so many people are more in line with this than I ever realized. I've just been in this like, training world for the last 10 years that I haven't really seen a whole lot or done a whole lot since since working at the gym so that's kind of sad no but I think that like you well that's what I think about like personal branding and like your business is like we can all maybe be interested in something similar and we'll find a way to teach in our own way right Right. so even if somebody is doing something similar to you your way is yeah. going to be different than somebody else's exactly. and that's what's going yeah. to make you unique. But also different people are attracted to other people based off their energy, their personality, all these different things. And that's what really connects us. And that is yeah. the personal branding part. So just because somebody else is doing something already, that should not stop anybody oh, from doing no. anything. In fact, not at all. find what makes you unique and what you can bring to the table that is going to set you apart. Like you, Courtney, I mean, oh. you are, you've been in the health and wellness for so long. So you know what it's like to be in the body and to understand it and to feel it and, and to use it as a way to um, take care of yourself, right? Because if we don't have our health, there's nothing matters. Even money doesn't matter. Right. So as long as you're healthy and you have mental clarity and you can like find a way to put your spin on it, I mean, people will come to you to work with you, to come to your workshops at your new place in Italy. I mean, I, I I will come. (laughs) (laughs) I love Italy. And I think like, that's such a, it's such a beautiful place, uh, where you can, I feel like the people there have like so much like buzzing energy and yeah, right? it's just really fun there. And of course, Sweden has been, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful place as well. It has its own unique qualities, but of course, like, you know, it is a huge transition to come from a place that's like, you know, well, I mean, Colorado, maybe it's sunny, but here in the winter, it's it like is. so dark. Very, I mean, at yes. three o'clock PM, it's turning, like, it looks like oh. it's midnight. Yeah. <laughs> So, but that's the thing, like we, you know, life is a journey. And I think that when we just like 
flow with it and see what happens and what comes to us. I mean, that's the beautiful part about life. Right. And so like I used to be really like carefree. Some people would even mention that like as being like airheadish, but like, I just was always kind of like letting life flow. And then when I came into business here, I was really trying to be like more structured and like all this stuff. And I realized that that's just not me. Um, but I also know that I am organized in my own way. Um, and one thing that I realized as like having the podcast, like I say things out loud, like, well, I, you know, I don't like like, you know, being organized or things like that, or I just don't want to have a plan. Well, I have plans. It's just more like right. I'm trying to live in flow instead of like forcing something to happen. And I feel like that's when all the magic happens is when you're kind of like not stressing about like, what's the next thing? Like just know and trust that whatever comes your way, it's because it's been kind of planned already. Like I, maybe it's too woo for people, but like I'm kind of a- I, I understand girl. what you're saying. <laughs> so. Yeah, because I understand what you're saying. That's the thing that like I I used to, I, I am a stressor. Like I, I stress about everything, right? I worry about everything. And I've been living that way for so long. And all of a sudden, like we got through COVID and like after so much stress and then- my mom actually told me something, even though like my mom is, is, she stresses a lot too. And I think it's funny that she says this, but it was such, it was very insightful that she said this. She goes, there's a story of a guy who's in prison and he's going to like, they're, they're threatening to send him to even, even worse prison. Right. And, and they were like, why aren't you, why aren't you upset about this? Why aren't you stressed about it? Aren't you worried? And he's like, he turns to them and is like, well, would that change anything? And like, when I heard that, I was like, hundred percent, like even even if we do stress about something, like, would it really change the outcome of it? I mean, sometimes, yeah, of course, you need to be a little bit like, more aware or, or worried and like, just to kind of, okay, yes, this is what I want to do. And I, I want this to happen this way. But at the same time, it's like, like going through COVID with the gym, it really made me realize like, okay, we things don't go as planned. And well, a lot of things don't go as planned ever. But like, we always figure it out. So why do I keep stressing about it when I know that I'm going to figure it out? And it just like was this huge weight lifted off my shoulders. It was just like crazy. And just like trusting that like, you know what, things are going to start happening for a reason. And it just, I'm going to start trusting that it's all going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always been like a very energetic kind of person that like I feel energies. Um, so that was, that was a huge shift. For me because you know what you said about Italy was so right it's like there is such an energy there and like Sweden and I hope no one feels offended by this if they're Swedish like I but it's like it is much it's a, it's a very different energy here like it's a lot more toned down um and like coming from like being American of course we're not told to be toned down even though I feel like I'm a toned down American <laughs> <laughs> it was really tough coming here because it was like, well, you can't talk about anything you've achieved. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's all I've ever done is like, because that's what we're taught to be, you know, in the U S it's like, build your resume, do everything you can and, and, and go for it. And it's like, and then you get here and you're like, well, you shouldn't be better than anyone else. You know, like everyone's equal. And it's like, of course I agree with that. Everyone is equal, but like at the same time, I worked really damn hard to get where I, where, where I am at. Right. So it's just like, it feels like that's kind of taken away here though. Um, but at the same time saying that, I feel like that's changed a lot too in the last five, six years. 
I feel like that's changed quite a bit now with Instagram and influencers and things like that. But it is a strange vibe. Yeah, I, I, I feel it too. I think that when it's, it's um, hard to explain because if you don't live here, you don't really know it, right? Um, but it is very toned down here. And, and I think that one thing that I leaned on was being an American in Sweden and using that and getting away with being able to do that. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're just American. But I mean, right. that's how I grew up. So, but I think right. that we shouldn't ever like dim ourselves to fit in no, to anything because that doesn't do any good for anybody either. And I think that when we can allow ourselves to be who we are and just to say, hey, this is me. Um, sorry if you don't like it, but this is who I am. Um, and really like, be able to stand out and be your own person. And this is what I realized when I first moved here, I also kind of fell into this like box. Oh, well, I better wear like the neutral colors or maybe right? I should like yeah. uh-huh. you know, do certain things and had to wear certain photos brands in a certain and way. And I, way. yeah. And I, and I kind of was trying to figure out myself as well. So I went on this kind of journey of like figuring things out. And I was like, no, this isn't me. Like I actually like, to put on hats and I like to wear bright colors and I am this person, but I kind of was like trying to fit into this like new world. And, um, I went through the same journey that you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. And so I felt like I was like kind of having an an identity crisis (laughs) where like, who am I? Uh, who is Jess? And one, I've said this before, but like going and owning a business being a freelancer or just, you know, independent contract, you you start to like see things about yourself that you wouldn't actually learn about if you were working for a company because you get so safe into your job. You go to work every day and you come and you know, you have a paycheck coming in, but like there is a whole lot of stuff that comes with owning a business mindset, tons Mm -hmm. of stuff, self-belief, right? Um, there's so much that goes behind it and you learn that along the way. You don't really realize what you're learning until you like can turn, like look back and see, oh, wait a second. I've actually been on a personal development journey, right? And I think that everybody should try to work on personal development because I think that this stuff like one keeps you excited about life. It keeps you on your toes like you, yep. you, you learn a lot about yourself and a lot of people are very unaware of who they are as a person. And I think that that's really like something that should be changed just because I think that being self-aware is an important thing to have in your own self so that you can mm-hmm. have more confidence and just feel like, okay, I know what I like to do. And instead of being like, what yeah. am I going to do? Um, right. so for me, it's been a, a journey of self-development, but also like self-discovery and I'm actually coming out with a workshop as well where it's going to be like teaching entrepreneurs how to actually embody and own like their personal brand in a different way and start to actually you know create the images that feel more authentic to you because I felt like I also got into this world of like branding photography and had to look one way but actually it looks like very many different ways because we're all very different and when we can uncover that part of ourselves, we can actually create really impactful imagery that like really speaks 
to who we are as a person. So it's mm-hmm. like kind of uncovering yourself in a different way, um, you know, self-discovery and actually yeah. owning it instead of being like, oh, I better look like the person next door. Actually, no, be you, right. like show up who you yeah. are, you know, dress the way you want to dress. There's no right or wrong way of showing up anymore. The funny thing is like, I think, you know, like going off of that, the funny thing is that like, we're so taught to accept everybody the way they are, right? But yet we don't even accept ourselves that way. Like how I just find it's such an oxymoron of just like accept everyone because they're different, but yet we don't. Like unless you're like really sticking out there, it's like, well, we have to accept them. But it's like, oh, if you have a different shirt on, oh, if you look a little bit different, oh, but I don't really accept you that way. It's like, I don't know. There's just such an extreme of like, we don't accept people doing different things, even though we talk about it all the time. Yeah, exactly. Um, but embracing the difference is what makes like the world more interesting, you know? Right. So, um, and I've said this also before, maybe in a past episode, but I went to school to photograph teachers and everybody, oh, well, not everybody, the women, all of the women, they all felt so horrible about themselves. They spoke so badly about themselves. Oh, I hate myself in photos. I hate the way I look. Mm. And it was really sad. And I was like, but, you know, you don't have to hate the way you look in photos. There's ways to feel a little bit more confident, you know, how, you know, also self-belief in yourself and really like liking who you are as a person. Because it's like the plant, you know, concept. If you speak badly to one plant and nicely to another one, one dies, the other one is like flourishing. And it's the same concept, like speak to yourself in nice words. I know it sounds kind of silly, but if you can learn to change the way you speak about yourself um, and become aware of the words that come out of your mouth about even just your own self, it can change the way you see yourself as well. So. No, I, I love that you said that because that's exactly this whole journey that I've been on lately. And, you know, it's funny. I, I don't know if I really liked myself up until recently. I mean, like, of course I like myself, but like, I don't really, like, I've been on this whole journey of that mindset. Mindset is so important. In fact, it's everything. It's everything. Because like what we're saying to ourselves is the most important thing. And we don't really take that into account, right? We say nice things to other people all day long, but then we come home and then it's like, you're with yourself. I think this is why people don't really like to be with themselves, you know, like alone, because they don't really like themselves. And so recently I learned some really cool habits and I've decided to even like change my whole thinking too about myself. And it's like, you know, I used to be like, oh, I have such dark circles under my eyes. Oh, I don't have perfect hair and I don't look like everybody else. And I'm like, you know what? Screw that. Like, if I can't appreciate myself, who's going to, mm-hmm. you know, I think that came to a lot of like, like, I used to depend on people to give me, you know, props, basically, like, good job. Oh, my God, you're so great. Oh, my God. And it's like, why am I doing that? Like, why can't I sit back and be like, I'm awesome? You know, like, why is that so hard to say? You know, I mean, I started doing this thing too. I learned recently. There's these two, there's these two like exercises you can do for yourself. And it's like, you look in the mirror and you say like, you're awesome. And you give yourself a high five. And it sounds so cheesy. It's like the it Saturday Night smile. Live episode. Did you ever see that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like the, the guy who lived in the van down by the river, right? That's, that's what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. Right. 
So, but it's like, it sounds, so, but that's the thing that like, it sounds so cheesy. And I worked with all this stuff as an athlete and we were so, you know, it was like so important about, you know, how you stand, how you hold yourself, how you, you know, like all this matters within our body. Um, what we say to ourselves, all this matters, but why aren't we paying more attention to it? You know, like, especially when like depression and anxiety is on the rise, it's like, why it doesn't have to be like, it really doesn't have to be because we can choose how we feel. Like we really can choose how we feel. And when I learned that, I was like, oh, that changes everything. You know, there's this one thing that's like, you know, you're only a vibration away from what you want. Right. So like whatever we're wanting, it's like, why don't you just feel that already? You know, I, I work with a lot of people who want to lose weight. Right. Or just let's just say be happy. Like weight's a little more complicated. But like there's a lot of people who just want to be happy and like with just in general in life. Right. Because like that's a big deal these days. Like people just aren't happy because I think we make things too complicated. And it's like they keep saying, oh, I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. And it's like if you start instead saying to yourself, like, I am happy. And looking at those things that make you happy during the day, it literally will change your brain. It will literally change like you're thinking about doing something and approaching like how you're going through your day as well. And so like, you know, if people just make that one change with their mindset, it literally can change everything about their life. And that to me was just mind blowing. When I started learning that stuff, I was just like, yeah, why, why do we, why do we think that we're unhappy? Why are we living this way when like, you know, healthcare nowadays, like depression, and anxiety are on the rise only because like doctors don't even know how to treat people these days. Like they just don't. Like I remember going to the doctor a couple, couple times the last few years, just because like I was super stressed out. Okay. I was having heart palpitations. I was feeling like I couldn't breathe. I was exhausted all the time. And I didn't realize that I was just overstressed. I was working with my passion, right? I was doing what I was wanting to be doing. And I was like, there's just no way that I can be feeling these things just because of like, I'm working too much. And every time I went to the doctor it was like, oh, we'll just take this antidepressant and you'll be better. And I'm like, okay. So I did that for a short time, right? And then after a while I'm like, well, this isn't, this isn't a fix. Like this doesn't solve things, right? So I got off of that. And then I was like, and then, you know, every time I went to the doctor, which I don't go to the doctor a lot, but let's say like I went four times. And every time they told me just take the antidepressant. And I was like, I get pissed. Like I got pissed. I was like, do you realize the research behind training, mindfulness, eating well, like taking care of yourself that actually does better than taking an antidepressant? Because like, we're not empowering people. If you're just saying, well, just take this pill, this pill will solve everything. And it's like, but it won't, that's the thing. And maybe it'll help initially, but like, it's not a long-term solution. And I know a lot of people are probably listening to this and they might be taking antidepressants. And it's like, I don't want you to think like, of course, that might help you, but you also have control over your life and getting off of that, too. You have control of being able to choose like you're the only one that's responsible for your well-being. Right. We can't depend on doctors. They don't know what's best for you. Right. You well, have to at like at least in Sweden, I feel like it's hard because you see your doctor and then they, you have to go and get like a recommendation just to even go right. see a doctor and you never see, right. well, you see like the same doctor who's like the general practitioner, mm-hmm. but you don't really have somebody following you throughout your like whole oh. medical journey. No. And it's like, no. you see a different doctor or like, yeah, it doesn't feel like it's very personal 
Um, and I feel like that's really hard to have somebody uh, help heal you when they don't really follow the journey um, and yeah. they have a quick fix, which is a pill. And of course, like medicine is great when it can help us, but also, of like, course, yeah, um, it does. It is important to also wonder, like, what is it that's making uh -huh. me feel like this? Yep. Well, ask yourself, yeah. like, why do I feel sad or why am I feeling like this? Is it the, the life situation that I'm in? Am I living with somebody who's not bringing me joy? Is this making me, is it because I hate my job and I want to try something else, but I'm too scared to find a way to A lot of people don't want to ask things. those questions or they don't want the answers like because they know the answers deep down. They know, but they don't really want to answer that. And I think that's where it gets tricky, where it's like, okay, if you don't want to answer that, yeah, sure, take a pill. But at the same time, like, if you really want true change, we have to find what exactly is that thing that's making you unhappy. Yeah. You know, and it's not just like, not just like the surface stuff. It's like, okay, deep down, like, what, what is it? And that's actually what I've started to work with with people is like, okay, um, you know, we, we, we view the, like, us as like kind of like trees right you know so most of the time our problems are like here in the branches right and we try to fix the problems that are up in the branches but yet really like the true problem is like deep within the root you know why do we keep acting this way why do we keep doing certain things why do we keep having certain of the same problems so like it really comes down to finding the true like root of the issue and sometimes we don't know that right away right sometimes it might take a while to to figure it out but i guarantee you once you find where that like deep rooted issue actually is you'll be able to change so many more things in your life yeah definitely i mean i went to um a workshop like in april of 2022 yeah and um i also was on this journey of like, I'm stressed. I'm not sure if I'm feeling super happy at this time. Uh, I felt like I had been going through a lot of like personal things. Also like the whole, just like the, the past two years, you know, all that craziness that happened. You have all this like pent up energy, like anger maybe for certain things and, and you don't really like find a way to release it. Um, at least maybe my way is like, just stay busy and like ignore everything. <laughs> so, um, but I went to this workshop and it was here in the Swedish archipelago. Uh, I had, it was a yoga retreat. I had no idea what I was getting into. I thought like, oh, I'm just going to go do some yoga, eat some good food and just get away for like three days or four days. And I don't even know what she called it, but we went through a series of sporadic meditation, I think is what she called it. Uh, uh -huh. And we did this exercise outside and it felt so strange and uncomfortable to do it because I was like with these women. Luckily, I didn't know them. I didn't know them that well. So it actually made it very easy to like do this because, oh, well, these people yeah. don't know me. But if I was with a friend, I would have been like, this is so fucking awkward. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this, but um, I'm so glad that I did this like this retreat because I felt like I healed myself just from those three days of just like doing the releasing of like just like mm -hmm. pent up energy and like frustration and it was just coming to terms with certain things in my life that I was like not feeling that great about and then um yeah basically she the the, the facilitator she didn't do anything she just guided us the, the person that healed 
was me myself because during the process, yeah. you don't even realize what you're doing. And then you kind of like go through this whole like journey and you're like, oh, that's weird. This came up. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know that that was an issue, <laughs> you know, crazy things. Um, so I totally believe in like self-development, self, like just work on yourself, you know, go and experience workshops like that, you know, retreats. If you mm-hmm. feel like you're kind of in that zone because, you know, it's really good to work through those those feelings that you're holding in and then like let them out. And once you let them out, it's like total relief, right? Yeah, so I know 100%. that you said you kind of like, well, it sounds like you went through burnout basically. Yeah. Maybe. I didn't um, realize it at the time. Like, I mean, it was during like the whole COVID thing. Where it was just like, you just, we just had to keep going. I mean, there was no other option. Like it was either, I mean, we could possibly lose the business or we just have to keep going. And like I said, yeah, it was, it was towards the end of it where I, I didn't really realize how bad I was kind of burnt out that until I was actually, okay, I made the decision. I'm not going to work it as much. And I really only started working less starting this fall. So we went to, we, you know, we had the summer and then I, I basically just made the decision like, okay, I, I can only have these many PT spots open every day. Um, and so it's, it's really been only since September or August, September. Uh, but I feel like so amazing. Like, I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah. It was just that, that was causing me some issues. Okay. And now I have to really, like, I'm in the middle of figuring out, okay, how do I go forward from here by still running my business, but not working as much either. Um, because like there were days, like, I mean, I love working with clients. And I think it's so much fun, but I also don't think it really suits my personality to be like, I can do one-on-one sessions. That's fine. But like, six hours in a row at the gym, you know, like working with clients, not having a single second, like not a single second to breathe. And like, it was just, it's just too stressful um, to just go boom, 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 back to back. And the next thing you know, your day's over and you're like, what the hell happened? Like, where did my day go? I know I just helped a bunch of people and like, I made everyone else happy, but then I leave going home and I'm like, I just feel exhausted and drained. Like I just wasn't, I, I don't know how yet to manage my energy, like with, mm-hmm giving and giving and giving. And then at the end of the day being like, I just don't have anything left. You know, like I would literally get in my car and like cry because I was so tired, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I didn't know if it was, I just thought it was the darkness. I just thought it was like, okay, yeah, I'm working a lot, but it, maybe it's just the winter darkness, but it was just, yeah, I think it's, I'm still learning too. Like how do I manage my energy and how do I manage working with clients? Because I, I'm a good coach. Like I, I, I really am like, I'm, I'm going to give myself some props because I'm, I'm in this new me, you know, (laughs) but like, I'm a good coach. I have lots of people coming to me all the time. I never have problems getting clients. Um, but how do you manage working with people and still being good yourself? And I think this is why like having like group coaching programs Mm. on top of the one-to-one so you have less one-to-one, but like group programs so that you can manage your help more people yeah exactly yeah. that and and help more people because like yeah you don't yeah. have time to work one-on-one with everybody i mean it's no just, it's i can't just, either I mean, yeah. yeah and i was so. actually in the same boat i was like okay i just need to raise my prices and then try to work a little bit less to like make up to the income that i want to get to and then you know find a way to do more like online courses and help people in that way um, and, and really like know that what you're teaching 
is going to benefit other people. It's not about the money. It's just more like, how do I make my right. life work for my business? Because yeah. one-to-one is great, but it's like, yeah, you have it's to a charge lot. a lot I mean, more to like have some more like sanity in your life. Right. You can't, right. you can't do a lot of yeah. one-to-ones. It's hard. And that's what people kept saying. They're like, oh, just raise your prices. And I'm like, but I can't. We're stuck within a franchise pricing system that I can't. Like, I, I'm stuck there. And so it was like, oh, okay, you know what? I either can't continue working at our own gym, which is weird, you know, but I don't know. I Like I said, we're still trying to figure it out. And we're kind of going through a really big change in like our lives as well um, that, Oh, I can't really talk about it, but like our whole life is going to change soon. And it wasn't really a choice. And I'm not, I'm not pregnant. No, that's, I know a lot of people <laughs> think that right away. No, I'm not pregnant. I um, um, it, but we're, we're, we have to soon figure out a new way to work anyway. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, I think, again, it comes back to things are kind of happening naturally though. Like I, I had the goal of working less by January and it's just kind of naturally happening anyway. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, tell us about your program that you have put together now. Like, what is it about and how can you help other people? Yeah. So um, I have a program called Build Your Best Life. And what it is, it's about total wellness, right? Because, you know, we talk about living our best life and sometimes it's like, okay, what does that mean? Does it mean like going and taking vacations and, and showing Instagram pictures and like showing that we're, you know, living our best life or are we really living and, 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 and enjoying our life, right? And sometimes we have to build it. We can't just, it doesn't just like happen. Like we have to put the effort in to make it our best life. So that's why, that's why I say building our best life um, because it's a program that focuses on um, training, so moving, you know, whatever level that you're at, doesn't matter. Um, nutrition, because nutrition is super important um, as to how we feel and how our bodies feel. Uh, mindfulness, uh, meditation, um, relationships. So it basically takes like this whole like overview of your life. And I mean, our, my one-on-one stuff, obviously we focus on what exactly you need to focus on. Uh, with the group stuff, it's more of like, yeah, everyone's going to have something different, but it doesn't matter because like it all works within whatever uh, area that we're working on. Right. So um, it covers like total wellness. And it also we dive deep into finding that root problem. That's the reason why maybe you're stuck in what you're doing or you're unhappy in a situation. And we work on how do we make that change? How do we get out of that? How do we you know, if you're really wanting to change your life, how do we do that? Yeah. So, yeah. And so this can, I mean, this can go for anyone. Like I've worked with people starting businesses uh, or within their business. Um, I've worked with, you know, people just in general wanting to make a change in their life professionally or personally. So um, I know it's, it's been like a really cool journey to be able to start coaching people in this way. Yeah, no, I think that sounds amazing. And Definitely. If, if you're feeling unhappy in the place that you are, that you're in, it can be changed. Right. And you can just like reframe it and say, okay, well, how can I build my dream life? What do I really want? And that might mean that things will change and the change is the scary part, but actually the change, the magic is actually on the other side. You may not see it when it's actually happening, but like, 
you know, it's the building part part, you know, you, you put the foundation down, then you put up the, the boards or whatever, and then you paint and, and then you see the color and it's like, you know, it starts to transform into this beautiful thing. So I think that having, you know, um, a plan to get yourself to some other place that you're currently not wanting to be in is really important to just like do it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. And that's, I know. And that's the thing. It's like, people are always like, what's your trick? What's your trick? And it's like, there, I hate to break it to you, but there isn't a trick. I mean, the only trick is that you actually have to start somewhere and make the change. And, you know, people are like, oh, well, change is hard. It's like, well, you either stay where you're at and that's hard too. Or you decide to make the change and who knows, it could be so much better on the other, on the other side, even though you had to go through that change. So it's like, I think people have to just choose which hard they really want, right? It's hard where you're at. It could be easier where you're at, who knows, you know? So, I mean, and the thing is, it's like, you never know, even if you stay where you're at, things are going to change no matter what, right? Like something's going to change. Nothing stays the same forever. So yeah. And the fact that like you and me, we've left our home countries, it's the same thing. You know, we yeah. took this huge, huge leap, leap of faith <laughs> to see what's yeah. going to be on the other side. Like we didn't know what we were getting into uh, when we left our home countries. And I think that the journey that I've been on, I probably wouldn't have had in America. I have no idea where I would have been in the U.S., I mean, yeah, I know, me neither. And to be honest, like, I'm really happy that I went on this journey of like being in another country and meeting so many incredible people, people that are from America, but people from everywhere, really. And um, that's like the exciting part is like being on this adventure and living life to the fullest and really like, you know, putting yourself in, in places that you may not have imagined right like right imagine staying in one town for the rest of your life like I, I for me that would have been very hard and if there's somebody yeah, there and like listening either. to this and they're feeling that way like make a plan yeah find a way out yep. you know and but yeah you can make yeah. a change yep yeah exactly well thanks so much yep. for sharing your story with us and I wish you the best of luck with your your new adventure that's coming up. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep my eyes and ears open and see where, where you're going with this. And, um, definitely if you have any workshops in Italy, I oh, there come. will be, <laughs> so, <laughs> there will be, we have to finish yeah. renovating, but there will be. Yeah. That sounds I exciting. Great. Well, tell cool. everyone how they can find you. Yeah. So, um, people can find me at living and also on Instagram at living.healthy.happy and the same thing on Facebook, living healthy, happy. So that's where they can find me. Um, I mean, I, I do work with different things, but that's where that's the main stuff that I do at the moment. And yeah, my, my coaching program, the build your best life. Uh, there's, I don't know when people are going to listen to this, but um, obviously it's always good to make change no matter what time of year it is. But I do have like a new coaching group starting in January. And if anybody's interested too, I want to offer like your listeners uh, a discount too. So if they just say that they listen to the podcast, I'm going to give everyone like everyone a 30% discount. Um, And that's going to be valid. Like whenever you hear this, I'll, I'll make it valid either one-on-one coaching group or even my online coaching that um, 
for my online course that I'll be making soon. So I'll just Great. leave that open. Yes, everyone take advantage of that. Awesome. Thanks so much for being here. For having me.